having a brand is super important to driving the right audience to your website and just reaching out to the right audience in general. It also gives you credibility. I mean, as far as like what it would include for the multifamily industry and just my experience there, I would say consistency. Hello, and welcome to Sink or Swim, a weekly podcast brought to you by RentSync, where we take a deep dive into the prop tech, multifamily, and rental housing industry. In each episode, we uncover the technologies and strategies used to help overcome operational challenges and increase the value of your multifamily investments. So let's get into our conversation today. Welcome back to Sink or Swim. I'm your host, Nicolina Savelli, and you're listening to Get Synced, where I take a tactical approach to helping those in multifamily improve their marketing and advertising efforts. And today, I have RentSync's marketing manager, Leanne Froman, here to chat all about lead generation for marketing your multifamily properties. Welcome to the show, Lee. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, before we get into the conversation, which is a great continuation from my conversation with Mike Wolbar a few weeks ago, do you mind expanding on that introduction for me to give listeners a better idea of your experience working with RentSync and in the multifamily industry? Sure. So I've been with RentSync for quite some time now. Just this past February hit my nine-year mark, which is crazy. Um, So well before the rebrand, and when I started, actually, there was only five of us. Wow. And I like to take the cred of first girl in, which is wild to say, considering we've had so much growth and there's so many other females here now. So yeah, it's kind of wild. But I do have a background in design and brand marketing, which was the role I actually started with RenSync in, working with our clients on their branding, branding logos, building websites, or well, designing the websites for developers <laughs> and all of their creative that goes with it. And from there, helped out with our events that we would have. We used to host a conference called WebCon. Before and COVID. In, yeah, well, before COVID. And in that role, I got to do more marketing. So build out the tactics to promote the event and just really, really enjoyed doing that. And noticed there was kind of a absence in an actual like internal marketing team at the time and just eventually started kind of transferring into more of a marketing role, which is basically where I'm sitting now as marketing manager. So with this role working across the funnel with the entire team and monitoring our our pipeline and our KPIs and, you know, working with monitoring metrics similar to our clients. And yeah, that's where I'm at. This conversation is going to touch a lot on that as well. And it's really an expansion of my previous conversation about lead management and lead conversion. And we really spoke at that time about the leasing process and what happens if you have a leasing issue. But what if you have a lead issue? What if you just aren't generating high quality leads for your properties? What do you do then? So as marketers, we know all about the struggle of helping to fill pipeline with sales qualified leads and how to effectively market and reach those prospects. So I'd like to talk a little bit about developing your demand strategy. If you have a lead problem or your leads are poor quality, How should multifamily marketers be rethinking their lead gen strategy to drive better, more quality leads today? Lee, (laughs) do you have some insight for me? (laughs) Yeah, can definitely relate on 
lead gen and yeah. quality leads for sure as the marketing team here at Rensink. That's something we're watching all the time. And so I can speak to it from our perspective and what we would look at and just how, how I would want to go about it. And I would want to start with initially just seeing what my benchmarks are so I can experiment off that. So wanting to look at my pipeline, see what ratios are currently at. So one could potentially be like lead to tour, for example, see how that is currently performing and then building off of that. So is your messaging matching what their needs are and are you targeting your messaging to them specifically? And then just experimenting off of that, that metric, trying different things and seeing if it's making it improve or not. And testing your website too with different call to actions, making some more prominent than others. So one could be have a button to book a tour, nice and prominent, play with those buttons and try different placement, make sure they're super easy to find. And yeah, just, just test off those ratios and see where you can improve. And if you do see improvement too, where did that source come from and start to build upon that? Right. Double down on that. Mm-hmm, for sure. So now we know you started your career as a designer. So I'd like to talk to you a bit about brand and how important brand is to generating quality leads today. You kind of mentioned it about the whole, are you targeting your audience correctly and your positioning? So what do you think a great multifamily brand should look like in order to really reach those high quality prospects? Having a brand is super important to driving the right audience to your website and just reaching out to the right audience in general. It also gives you credibility. I mean, as far as like what it would include for the multifamily industry and just my experience there, I would say consistency. I mean, not even for our industry, but in general, consistency is like my biggest thing when it comes to brand and positioning. Your messaging on your ads and your messaging on your website should just match. There should be no confusion when you hit an ad and hit a landing page or right. a property page of where you are. A lot mm-hmm. of times, I mean, even with our advertising, we're testing out different messaging to different landing pages. And one key piece is having the same message that is on your ad right on your page. So exactly, it's yeah. really easy to match I, up. I think that's an issue a lot for, for copywriters. I know myself and content you question yourself with repeating content and copy and whether or not that just shows laziness or whether that shows consistency. And I think oftentimes we overthink it a little bit when we're creating those pieces when really you should be just repurposing so that customers, prospects, leads know exactly where they are when they've landed and they see that repetitive message because they're like, okay, I got exactly what you advertised in the conversion on the landing page. I'm getting exactly what what you've put out into your ad. Because if you're landing on something that's different, it's like, well, why did I even, that was that just clickbait? You know, so which most likely will affect your, your bounce rates, right? On, on that page. My other point is just on, on visuals, too. I mean, I kind of mentioned that, but having a logo that works with all of your materials too is really important. Sometimes we can get pretty creative with logos and have some that are really Mm -hmm. tall, really long, but make sure you have something that works with many different pieces of collateral that can be repurposed easily. And usually with brand guides too, and our team does this where they give you options 
with your logo as well. So you can display it in different ways. But I think that's also really important. Perfect. Now, obviously, COVID has impacted how we are effectively advertising to renters. And going digital has basically become the holy grail for reaching them today. So what do you think right now are the top advertising sources or methods for multifamily marketers? And I mean, maybe not top, but ones that you think are probably the best or reaching customers and in ways that maybe we weren't doing before either. With so many people at home and on their phones searching online and I'm sure time on social media is higher than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. And I mean, social media has always been like the hot debate for marketers of which one to use. But I think, I mean, I'm going to go there and say social and just showing up in feeds, showing up in stories. Another one that's become really popular is Facebook. You know, I've, I've heard there's some complexity with posting on Facebook. So if you can automate with some ad syndication type tools, you know, it will make it so much easier on you. Yeah, I was, I was going to say with social media, I've noticed... Over the last year, just the demand for it from our clients has increased. And I think the client services team can speak to that. And I I will have Ali, our director of client services, on this podcast to talk about that in the future. But I just think that demand and that need has really increased over the last year. And I think that it's something that maybe not necessarily is new, but it's definitely something people are ramping up and, and just making more use of and leveraging more of. So... I would like to talk a little about rental websites. You've mentioned it a few times as a tool for multifamily marketers. I feel over the last year, they've become much more important to your brand and to generate really high quality leads. How do you feel multifamily marketers can make their websites even better resources for converting and booking more showings? Definitely mobile friendly. It Mm -hmm. seems silly to say Mm because you would assume everybody has a mobile friendly website right now, but you would be surprised. I've looked at a lot of websites lately, uh, just on the marketing side and seen tons that are not. Uh, So that is obviously super important with everybody on their phones. And then, I mean, one crucial thing that I think is really important is making sure your forms on your website are heavily optimized. We as a marketing team spent some time doing that with ours. And I think it's really important in helping you to qualify leads, but qualify in the sense of understanding what's coming into and being able to report on it mm-hmm. and prioritize as well. So I think to do that, that's opening the lines of communication with your, your I was going to say sales team, but leasing team, essentially the same thing. Right. And finding out what's coming in, what are some of the, what is the key information that helps them the most in their conversation and what is qualifiers that they need to help them prioritize which ones they want to reach out to first. So I think for this industry, some of the things that I would consider like qualifiers would be like move-in date, for example. Mm -hmm. If they're looking to move in one month, you might want to get on that that lead right obviously they have high intent they're heavily interested versus someone that maybe doesn't submit that or is looking for something six months down the road they might not be as serious and then taking that to the next level and just using tools to like auto reply as well so if they're yeah. filling out the form are they getting a reply right away whether it be from the leasing agent or again automating mm-hmm. and using an auto responder 
with a welcome message or a link to the booking for a booking book a tour button so they can move to the next action. Absolutely. Because you know that they're looking at five different rental opportunities at that at that time. They're not just sending it to you. There's they're they're looking exactly. all over. So being able to to reach them instantly with autoresponders I think is is a huge way to to grab that prospect early and get them in the funnel because without yes. it, they don't get a response to their inquiry. They're going to just move on. It's it's as simple as that. Interested in being a guest on Sink or Swim or have a really great idea for an episode? Email us at podcast at rensync.com. So as a designer who has worked in this space before, what is your take on traditional advertising in the multifamily space? Are we completely done with brochures and signage? Is there a more digital way to communicate these things? So when it comes to signage, no, absolutely not. I think it's it's just ties into brand and having it cover all areas. So definitely having that signage at your property, promoting it, whether it be a corporate property, a corporate brand, or a lease-up brand, which is like a whole other thing. But there definitely needs to be on-property branding. Being seen by, sure, foot traffic, and maybe foot traffic isn't what it was right now. Right. You still have neighbors. You still have, uh, that could be referring renters to your property. And then just adding to the experience, too, to those that are showing up for tours and Mm -hmm. are seeing that brand. And then just the residents that live there as well, having that brand visible to them. And I will say as much as there's not as much foot traffic, I still drive in my car and see signage everywhere. I There's a, a development happening down the street and I drive by it all the time. So I feel like I wouldn't know. I just think it was a vacant lot if it didn't have that signage exactly. in front and that brand, that really strong brand imagery. Yeah, I mean, you just touched on brand awareness, right? Like, right. Just like when people see your ads, we'll go back digital, but like when people see your ads and maybe they don't click on your ad, but later they come back, they search you, they've heard, seen your name, they come back to your website on their own and look you up. Same thing. You're that consistency is key with yeah. with knowing that, the, oh, that's what I saw. That was that thing that I saw. Oh, we should inquire about that. So exactly. yeah, definitely. Now- have you seen, maybe this is a quick answer because we, we kind of already touched on it, but have you seen multifamily marketers leverage anything new that you feel didn't exist much before or at all before COVID that you feel is really moving the needle? I know that virtual tours are like the hot topic. Yeah. So is there anything more you think that they're doing right now that you really didn't see in the past nine years that you were working for multifamily <laughs> clients? So I'm definitely gonna, sorry, I'm gonna piggyback off of virtual tours a little bit and just say that one thing I have seen is providing options Mm -hmm. for tours and just catering to everyone's comfort level right now since everyone's on a different different mindset with this whole thing right so offering self-guided tours versus in person meaning like you can go to the property walk through with a tablet or something like that or a tool that kind of speaks to the different amenities as you go through and you're, you're just kind of solo on your own or obviously with the agent. And then if you're sh- straight up not wanting to go, having the op- option to just sit on your couch and call in and have a agent walk through the property on like a Zoom call or something. That's not something I've seen before. It's definitely... 
Yeah, it's been more of a linear process before book a tour, go in, see it, and now they're exactly. they're having to accommodate and and create more options for people, which I think is important during this time and probably will continue moving forward as well, just to be able to accommodate as many as many potential prospects as possible. Yeah, and I, I honestly think everyone's comfort level is going to take a while before we're all on the same page again. And I think just in general too, it just adds beyond comfort level, just different conveniences for different people. Exactly. Yeah. And not yeah. everyone can get to your property. A lot of people when they're searching out of out of province or out of country, international students, they can't come in to book a tour. So they do need other options and being able to quickly yeah. and easily have those options is is super important. So I don't think we could have a conversation around lead generation without talking about incentives. So what is your position on incentives in multifamily and how effective do you think they are in the grand scheme of attracting renters, quality renters? I definitely see them everywhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We see them all over. So I feel... Unfortunately, you're kind of losing out if you don't have one right now. If you were up against a competitor, you want to make sure you're you're in the game. If I were to think about our team and if we were to put incentives out, what incentive would work best for a specific channel or a specific property, obviously, but maybe looking at what are the biggest obstacles for a specific property that maybe slows down the leasing process that renters tend to get stuck on and is something that maybe a competitor nearby has an edge on you for that you can provide this incentive and it gives you that edge back and just helps your leasing team to have something to work with to help them convert. I think that's where I would go or how I would go about it. Mm -hmm. And then test that out on different properties, different channels and experiment with different different promotions. Another thing too, I'm just thinking about our, our tools and something that we just released is um, ad layouts. And I think just as a marketer, we're always testing out placement of promotions. Sure. You know, do we want this promotion placed at the top of the page, mid level? So, you know, playing with, when I talk about experimenting, playing with placement on your ads too, and testing out what works. Right. And I know we talked about this before, but incentives like, you know, for for parking, like that might be a big thing in some of the urban areas right now that are struggling to find renters and vacancy rates are are, are getting more prevalent and and being able to give them free parking or a parking spot or something along those lines would be a huge attractive feature right now rather than having to circle the block for 15 minutes before you find your parking spot to get into your your unit so absolutely yeah yeah. now I'm almost at the end of my my tough questions so (laughs) let's talk a little bit about measuring lead quality say you're doing everything we just spoke about to generate high quality leads how should marketers be measuring this? What are some leading indicators that you think you're sending leasing agents quality and not just quantity? I mean, going back on the first, like what I said earlier about lead to tour, I think that's a huge, huge indicator. If you're seeing those conversion rates go up, more leads are becoming actual tours coming into your property. I think that's definitely going to give you some insight into performance. And then taking that to the next stage and looking at I mean, we call it velocity here, but your average days to lease. So with all of your efforts, are you seeing an improvement in time? Are you seeing that lead come in, 
the two are bucked and the lease signed in a shorter time frame. And I think being able to look at that will really be an indicator to the effectiveness of your marketing, especially if you're you have a specific unit that maybe uh, or a unit type that tends to take 30 days to lease and, or maybe 60 days to lease and you've been able to reduce that time to 30 days. I think that's a massive indicator to quality of leads. Yeah, which goes back to our, our topic too about autoresponders and being able to, to reach them faster and give them the information they need much faster as well. So yeah. yeah, I think those are those are great leading indicators. I think that those are great metrics that people should be measuring regardless, but for specifically that quality to see if if you're if you're generating that, those are those are really important to touch on. So my final question, and it's not actually my question, it's a listener question. Basically, it says our marketing team is generating a ton of leads through ILS marketing, but we're finding the quality of these leads are either poor or they're slipping through the cracks. Do you have any advice on how to better approach ILS advertising and how to better manage and nurture leads that come through this channel? So I feel like I keep saying this, but I'm going to go back to it and say automation is going to be a huge helper here. One thing to look at, I would say, would be as far as managing leads would be ad syndication tools. So using something that makes it easier for you to post to multiple channels or multiple ILSs at the same time will just save you so much time. But not only that, being able to see the reporting from that that type of tool as well and have it all aggregated into one place. So you can easily see the results of those efforts as well. And then looking at, I mean, again, we said autoresponders. So I think utilizing those, but not to the basics. I think adding, making sure like in your autoresponse, you're speaking to benefits of the property, add some call to actions to the booking app, make it very welcoming, include a link to a video, a welcome video, provide more social proof. Maybe you can include testimonials in those. So if they hit your website, they're filling out these forms, they're getting a response with some more information or, you know, social proof, like I mentioned, it might help to stop them from slipping through the cracks and help them to move into the book tour. And then I also think too, like, I don't think it stops the form fill. I think you can take it to the next stage and continue to market to these prospects while they're in the leasing stage, putting them into maybe a drip campaign and sending them more information about the property or the type of community they would, they would be in if they were to live there. Great points. I won't expand on that any further. (laughs) I think that we've covered a lot of bases here and it's been a pleasure chatting with you. I know this episode is going to be beneficial for multifamily marketers looking to improve their pipeline. So that's great. But before we go, can you please let listeners know where they can connect with you online if they were to to search you? Sure. It's just leanne at rentsync.com is probably the easiest way to reach me. I'm also on LinkedIn. So just leanne from in on LinkedIn. Awesome. Well, thank you again for taking time to join me on this episode of Get Synced. And until next time, keep swimming. You've reached the end of another episode of Sink or Swim. Make sure to visit us at rensync.com forward slash podcast to access show notes, key takeaways, and where you can sign up to our newsletter to receive free bonus content. If you found value in this show, please also remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode.
Thanks for listening.